America and Great Britain have bombed Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen. It is in response to weeks of piracy in the Red Sea. We'll go straight to US correspondent Jacqueline Robson now. Jackie, no combat role for Australia, but involvement nonetheless. Rob, Australian forces played more of a behind-the-scenes operational role. The government won't say exactly what was involved, but it's likely to have included logistics and intelligence. It was really the US and British militaries that led these airstrikes on imported Houthi-controlled parts of Yemen, both in the capital and at a key port city, hitting drone and missile storage areas and launch sites. This is in direct response to the largest attack on American ships by the militant group during three months of of unrest in the Red Sea. A coalition of countries is in support of the action. The US president said in a statement, this is a clear message. The US and its partners will not tolerate attacks on our personnel or the freedom to navigate a critical commercial route. Adding, I will not hesitate to direct further measures to protect our people and the free flow of international commerce. Now, worryingly, that could be necessary with Houthi leaders warning the US-led coalition would pay a heavy price. So far, there has been no retaliation. Around 50 nations have been impacted by these Red Sea attacks. 2,000 ships have been forced to divert from that important trade route. Yesterday, the UN Security Council posed a resolution demanding the attacks stopped. Uh, the attacks stopped. The Biden administration has spent uh, weeks in Israel trying to de-escalate uh, the war in Gaza. What impact this will have on tensions in the Middle East? We'll have to wait and see. Certainly is an escalation right now. Jacqueline Robson in the US. Thank you. The crash in Western Sydney has killed one driver and trapped another for almost an hour. A hatchback in Ute collided on Mamre Road at Kemp's Creek at dawn. Paramedics could not revive one of the drivers. The other was freed, then taken to Liverpool Hospital. Western Sydney's Eritropolis and the industrial parks nearby have attracted plenty of interest from multinationals, but one of the largest is pulling the pin. Amazon has abandoned its plans for a warehouse site in Kemp's Creek. As Paul Kadak reports, there are concerns others will join them in the departure lounge. Good afternoon. A few kilometres away from the runways at the future Western Sydney Airport, this is the Mamre Road Precinct, an area that was fast-tracked for industrial development by the state government in 2020 with the promise it'd be home to 17,000 jobs. But concerns today about how long it's taking to get that development going. Amazon, which opened a major distribution facility nearby in 2022, says it did look at the Mamre Road Precinct as a possible site for further expansion, but it's instead done a deal for a new warehouse house at Horsley Park a little further away. We're in discussions with Amazon. They're looking at other options in Western Sydney and significant investment, particularly for that part, that fast-growing part of metropolitan Sydney. The Premier insists there's plenty of demand for leases here, but developers are said to be worried delays in road infrastructure and also proposed water charges are seeing prospective tenants look elsewhere, including interstate. The Premier says the government has tried to cut red tape and put a cap on those water charges. Which we thought was an important confidence signal to those companies to invest in this fast-growing part of New South Wales. We are confident that we'll get international companies that will provide jobs and opportunities for Australians in that part of the state. While Amazon has said in a statement, we're here to stay and continuing to invest and expand our operations in Western Sydney. From Kemp's Creek, it's back to you. 
Paul Kadak there. Well, Sydney's newest suburb will spring to life in less than a decade. Work is underway underneath the bays. It is a key part of the Metro West line that will run from the CBD to Westmead. Jodie Lee has the story. It is hard to imagine now, but in just eight years' time, this area is set to become one of Sydney's thriving new neighbourhoods. Situated behind Roselle, it will be known as the Bays and be home to its very own metro station. For many people, it will be as synonymous as Barangaroo, Circular Quay, the rocks and downtown CBD. Boring machines have already tunnelled from here under Iron Cove to Five Dock, with work further along to Burwood North next. Later this year, another two machines will begin tunnelling from here under Darling Harbour to create a line to the CBD. Not only will this double the rail capacity between our CBD and Parramatta, but it will help us make sure that our public transport system can grow. The state government insists the development here will include various types of housing, parks, businesses and plenty of jobs with more than 7,000 people a day expected to use the metro station here to commute between Sydney's west and the city. You will see as a result of these changes a major uplift in social, affordable and inclusive housing. Whether that's your traditional public housing, but also it's key worker housing. It is a world-class view residents of the bays will be able to enjoy, but it does come with a catch. The state government insists that this area will remain a working port. The International Court of Justice has begun hearing South Africa's case as it accuses Israel of committing genocide in Gaza. Representatives have told The Hague Israel's intent to commit genocide is clear. They showed pictures of Palestinian mass graves and they also called for an immediate ceasefire. We believe that without the intervention of this court, of the international community, we will see the total destruction of the Palestinian people in Gaza. Palestinians have rallied to thank South Africa for its support. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, though, rejects the genocide claim. He says the hypocrisy of South Africa knows no bounds. Well, Amber Laidler joins us now with the latest on Sydney's weather. Amber, plenty of sun about today. Good afternoon, Rob. Yes, we've enjoyed mostly clear skies and those settled conditions across the CBD and it's been pretty warm too. Thankfully, not as muggy as yesterday. So the apparent temperatures have been pretty close to this. It reached 31 degrees at Penrith today. 30 was the top at Camden, Manly and also at Cronulla. We have seen some light scattered showers rolling across the city basin at times today, mainly across the northwest and the southwestern suburbs, but no more than 10 to 11 millimetres in the gauge since 9am. We do have some warnings in place elsewhere this afternoon, though, with the risk of heavy, severe storms, heavy rainfall and damaging wind gusts developing across western New South Wales. They're impacting those zones in yellow this afternoon. Back at home, tomorrow is looking like a beautiful day across Sydney, but make the most of it because next week looks set to bring a bit of a wet grey change. Your detailed seven-day outlook coming up a little bit later, Rob.